Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 576. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. This fall is pouring in, sort of. Still friggin' hot in Los Angeles, but uh, wherever you are, I hope you're enjoying seasons which is a concept that uh, L.A. basically said, uh, fuck you, we don't need you. I don't mind, though. I travel a lot, so I do get to see my share of seasons. But there are many Los Angelinos who are deprived. Won't you give to help Los Angelinos experience seasons? I don't really know what the purpose of that public service announcement would be. Uh, We're going to build a giant weather ray to create fall? Oh, don't worry, the damaged environment will give us season sooner or later in Los Angeles. Hostful, I told you, this shit's going to start rolling out more often, guys. We're doing it. Hostfuls are coming. They are barreling down upon ye like the giant rock ball that chased Indiana Jones out of that fucking temple. After Alfred Molina totally fucked him over. Uncool move, bro. Uncool move. Uh, here's a Nerdist Podcast with me and the sister wives talking about stuff and things in the Nerdist Podcast number 576. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh, you missed it. I just turned off uh, a Dave Matthews song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dear, dear. Were you listening to, to DM? DMB. Which is, did I make that reference to you when you were talking about Red Rock? What? I was like, you, when you told me, you were like, you're like, yeah, I was, uh, I was on stage when the sun was going down. I was like, just like DMB. And I was going to say like 98 or something. I don't know. Uh, it was 97. That was the first live album they did. Oh, so close. <laughs> so close without even trying. It was May, uh, May of 97. That was their first live release, live at Red Rocks. Welcome Dave to Dave Band. Matthews Band's Sarcastic Truths. Anything you say sarcastically <laughs> about Dave Matthews Band is probably true. <laughs> probably guys, true. If you guys keep insulting him, you'll never come on the podcast. No, I, here's the thing. I think he's hilarious in, uh, what's the movie he was in? Uh, well, Don't in Mess with the Zohan? Yeah, sure, he's in that one. He's hilarious in that. And what else is he in? He's in uh, the one with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler at the In the Island situation. Okay, I didn't see that. I didn't see that one, but uh, I hear he's very good. I don't feel like uh, I really have that much 
against Dave Matthews. I no, I, I don't. I don't either. I, still I, I, I do think a, a four-hour jam session concert's irritating, but that's yeah. just my part. Well, like, I, no, I have no patience not, for that. Here's the thing with the Dave Matthews band, everyone listening, and you two assholes. Uh, you also, mean us, or are you talking about no, Bono? I was talking about Katie oh, okay. and Kyle. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that got Jonas so much. I don't know. Like, that's the stupidest fun. Yeah. Uh, so when Dave Matthews plays, when the Dave Matthews band plays for four hours, it's not what you're... Uh, what happens in a lot of uh, fish shows or, or Grateful Dead shows where it's like nine songs. Okay. It's like it's 22 just, songs. It's, so they, they, it's the, they have a lot more songs. Yeah, they play they a lot of songs. They don't jam out stuff. They do, they do have extended jams on some songs, but some of them are tight, and it's just like, it's a, it's a, I, I would say, uh, the most fun Dave Matthews concert I've been to in, in, in like 10 years. The one the other day. great. The, the one I went day. to on what was that? What was that Mr. Show where they were doing the bit about like, it's like, I'm just pretty messed up. It was uh, Dave Gruber Allen's like, I'm pretty messed up about the dead, you know, breaking up. Uh, they were like my friends. It's like, oh yeah, no, no, I get it. My friends would make me pay eighty dollars to see them dick, dick around, around on the guitar. guitar. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was um, it was a pretty incredible weekend. This oddball yeah, tour. Yeah, I mean was... that Dave Matthews show was amazing. Chris probably would have loved it if he was there. I know, but I was. But we did Seattle. It was actually Auburn, Washington, and then Salt Lake, and. Uh, and then uh, and then Red Rocks in Denver, which was fucking crazy. Do you have time to like when you get in? Is it like straight to the gig? Do the gig? No, and he then... checks any masturbates. Then he goes to the gig. Well, <laughs> and, and then uh... <laughs> check in, rub out. Am I right? <laughs> At the airport. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, uh, f- let's see. S- Saturday at Salt Lake went straight from the airport to the show. Yeah. But um, in general. You're leaving around noon, and then you have a couple hours to rest before you have to get to the show, and then okay. you get up and travel. Because I just know one. you love Denver a lot. I do, and but I did, yeah, and so I did get to spend a little bit of time there, not much, and and I I was resting because I was really tired, so I didn't. Yeah. Get to, I walked down to Larimer Square, which I love. There was a there was a fossil and gym convention going on at the Jesus, and I didn't get to go to it. Wow, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I throwing some bugs. You're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. they might have some. <laughs> a chili cook-off. Yeah, it's going right now. It's right now. I want to go to the chili cook-off. <laughs> but it was really it was, it was really fun. And and these you know these are these these cities have good audiences. They fucking show up on time. Utah especially, like Salt Lake people. Yeah. <laughs> Punctual. Yeah. Well, they got to get home before curfew. No. <laughs> uh, no. What are they going to stay out late for? I'm not going to drink. Yeah. I mean, but no it's... Uh, yeah. Can't feel alive. But how is the... Like, these are huge venues. Is it... Yeah. What's the... Like, is there... What's the differences, like, doing... You know what I've noticed is I've noticed that... You have uh, to fuck a stool uh, bigger. I don't... I don't <laughs> fuck a stool on stage. <laughs> I, uh, it's an Eames replica. <laughs> uh, I've not fucked a stool on stage, nor have I used the microphone as a dick. Oh. Uh, but um, get with the times, bro. It. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I realized. I realized that my stand-up needs work. Truthfully, mm-hmm. I told you this the other day. We That's were why I brought it up. It. Like uh, we were on uh, Comics Unleashed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I. I, I, I <laughs> 
<laughs> Jonah, I heard you uh, once party with Lars Ulrich. Oh, boy. Oh, here we, here we go. Here we go. Oh, man. <laughs> Chris, I hear your father died recently. Well, that's weird, man, because I heard you worked at a funeral home. Yeah, <laughs> Guys, let's just fucking do this podcast. Yeah. Let's, let's all do the, the fake setups. <laughs> no, uh, it, it actually has made me realize... Yeah, it made me realize that... Because um, w- w- playing to... Uh, when you're playing in a club, it's more intimate, and I think the obviously, but the I think the audience you can coast a little more on energy in a in an intimate environment because you're all right there and you're kind of wrapped up in it, and yeah. so you know, so you can tell longer stories, but because you're all right there, it can kind of you can kind of coast through the bits if that makes any sense. But when you're playing to ten thousand people. You start to notice where all the holes are, yeah. And so what I realize is that a lot of the stuff that I've been working on lately, there's just there's just a lot of holes in it. Do you feel like this is going to make you a better comic? Yeah. Well, if I do the work that I'm supposed to do, yeah. it, it's actually <laughs> I think it's good to realize like, oh wait, I need to go back to the. Not, I don't think it's a teardown, but it's definitely. Uh, I go back and start. Filling it in more. Filling it in more yeah, and yeah. figuring out like where the beats are and really thinking about think, it. Yeah, you'll probably end up writing like more jokes too. Do you too. think you might uh, when you're done with the oddball tour start doing beta again at the Yeah, I'll oh, definitely yeah. start doing beta tests again. But I think I might also start going to places like the comedy store if they'll let me. Because it, I think you still have to like do the process. Not the open mic, but like you still have to get past. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm I'm totally happy to do. I don't mind. Um, but I think uh, I think it's good because, you know, at Meltdown, we have a very forgiving safety net of basically performing for like-minded people. Yeah, yeah but, for sure. But to, you know, to just sort of go back and like and <laughs> and be a real comic again where it's like you got to earn the jokes again. Yeah. I we, think it's a real good way to go. But then but also just watching, you know, watching Burr and Attell and Louie and, 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 and Hannibal and people like that yeah. on the... It just it's very inspiring to like, oh, that's what I need to be doing. But I just get so busy with work with other work that I haven't been devoting the time to stand up that I really should be yeah. devoting. Well, they're out. Just figure out what it is you want to do in life. I want to, yeah. do, I want to do all of them. Well, yeah, but you like, I mean, those guys are doing you know handful of shows a night. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're in New York Chris, and they can, they can just run around. New York, them. everybody. <laughs> yeah, the Nerdist is moving to New York. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> Why won't we just fly? Oh, I don't know. There's air trip. More, more, more time to riff in cars when we're on our way there. You know, no, five hours is a good time. Good amount of time. I'm gonna nap. <laughs> five hours is a good amount of time. Yeah. Um, I uh, yeah no, but it, but but I've been really. Uh, it, it's it's really exciting. I, I mean, it's not. It's not like it's not like the shows have been going badly for me. Uh, I, I just well, feel that's like... not what Tittyfucker eighty three says on Twitter. <laughs> he hates me. He Tittyfucker says... eighty three. Funny that the guy obsessed with tits and born in the year nineteen eighty three. Wait a minute, Matt, gotta go. Where's the eject button? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Jonah. This is a hypothesis I can get behind. Uh... <laughs> Well, wait a minute. Who's Poi Prick 82? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Poi Prick is your name. Poi Prick. That's because I can't get it up. <laughs> it has the same consistency. Poi Prick. Uh, I changed it. My go-to year was 97 on that joke. And, and, and 
I changed it to 83, and you guys found me out. Yep, yep. that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've exposed yet another of the internet's trolls. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go! But it, uh, uh, it, it actually has been really, it's been really exciting to sort of, because I love the process of it so much <laughs> yeah. that I don't, I don't mind. I, I mean, and like I said, it had, the shows have been going fine, but I, but, I see, but I know that they could be better, and I feel like they could, you know, like the, com- the stand-up should, yeah. be, should be tighter. It's also, you know, you're doing a lot less time than you're used to doing. 15 minutes. Yeah. Which is... That's which is, what you're doing? Yeah. That's what we're all doing, except for Aziz and Louie, and you know, depending on if Burr is on the show, this like they show rotate. just became a lot more fun sounding to me. But I imagine everybody's trudging out there doing thirty five. No, 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 no. That's it's, what I think what makes it appealing. So it, the way that it works is that Jeff Ross will come out and do ten ish. Then there are uh, whether or not he's been asked. To. There are four. <laughs> there are four. There are four comics. Um, everyone does fifteen. Hannibal maybe does twenty. Then there's a 20-minute intermission, and then in the next set, uh, it's whoever is in that top spot on the next set will do like 15 or 20, and then it's it's been like Sarah, Aziz, Louie, or Atel, Burr, Louie, yeah. and then they all do like 20, 25, and then Louie will do 30-plus, depending on how he feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um. So it's uh. It's, it's funny because it's good was, sampling. Yeah. I uh. When I first heard about the way the, the you know like all the amount of people on the thing and I was like that's a long show but seeing as how it's kind of almost just like a music festival where it's like it's you know truncated sets that sounds a lot more appealing. It is, but there's also a second stage that I think starts at like five or six or something in Brody. Oh, with Brody hosting it. That's right. But that's that, a local show, and right? It's local. It's a lot of local comics. See, so that's it's, great. It's really cool. Yeah. But if you do get there at five o'clock when the gates open. It is a six-hour total. So you're just getting your money's worth. You're definitely getting your money's worth. But it's really, I mean, you know, uh, but the the but Red Rocks. I mean, there's just nothing. There's, I mean, all the venues have been really cool, but there's just nothing like Red Rocks. Had you been there before a bunch or to see a show? Like I'm, you know, when I was young. Yeah. So it's been around high school in Denver. Oh, the Beatles oh, yeah. played there. Oh, yeah. really? Like, you two yeah. shot Sunday Bloody Sunday. Like, I know that. Well, they didn't shoot. They were shooting the documentary there. And yeah. Then they kind of captured that moment. But it's, you know, you're, what's really cool is that they've basically just, they've kind of just etched the the venue into the into the rock. Yeah, like a and, natural amphitheater. Yeah. And yeah. so even in the, like, even inside, even, like, where the catering is, it's like one one wall is just this a rock wall because it's just cut that's in. That's pretty cool. And it's everything's like super kind of seventies looking, but in the best way. Nice. And um, the there's just all these pictures of it. It's like oh, you two, the Beatles, Elvis Costello, like uh, so- it's like the most. It's just fucking everyone. Yeah, yeah. And it's the thing that I like about the venue is that most amphitheater venues, you're up on a stage and you're just kind of shooting down at people. But Red Rocks, you're at the bottom. And you're and it's up. Oh, like you you it just it goes up. So it just it feels a little bit better. Yeah, I bet the laughs hit you kind of like a wall. Like uh, what's the place we did in Chicago, the Vic? Yeah, where yeah. it's like it goes up so fast that yeah. you almost have this like wall of laughter hitting you when you're on stage. It's really it's really fun. Yeah, it's really real. But you also feel like. Um, you also kind of feel like a zoo animal because there's this gate that, that this barrier that keeps that, that you know is between you and the audience. Yeah, and then you're in this natural rock setting, so you kind of feel like a puma. <laughs> it's just like pacing back and forth on stage. A puma. A puma. A puma. 
So uh, that's cool. But it's fun. It, but it's been it's been really amazing. But yeah. But Sunday I woke up in Salt Lake, flew to Denver, did the show, and then flew home to L.A. after that show, and then Kenan came back to at midnight on Monday. So it was a little like most of the time when people were like, "Man, you really are busy." I'm like, "Ah, you know, it's I feel fine." But that was one where I'm like, "How the fuck am I standing?" Yeah. You know, because we did Seattle, Salt Lake, and then and then Denver. Bill. But uh, but what a fucking amazing experience. It's That's so rad. Far. Uh, what was your weekend like? You know, it was a night. It was a weekend where we didn't really have many obligations, so it was a nice, relaxed weekend. Uh, uh, we on Saturday we went to this place called uh, I think it's called Daichan. It's like a Japanese soul food place in Studio City. That's really great. And then I was like, let's go to Universal Studios. <laughs> and then we uh, we went to Universal Studios, got front of the line passes, and then uh, like right when we walked in, Waterworld was starting up. Oh, and there was this little girl no like pulling way. her mom. Waterworld, Waterworld. And I was like, what the fuck you know about Waterworld? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's and then, 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 then that was the end of the trip. We got asked to leave. And... <laughs> but no, it was, it was a, it's a great show. And we were in this perfect spot that was close to the water, but you didn't get wet. That was I, one of the things I loved about driving home from the Nerdist uh, Burbank offices every day last summer was that it might ride usually coincided with seeing the flares going oh off. yeah <laughs> so you come down olive and all you see is yeah i'm like oh water world's happening it's an impressive show the way that they you know it's throw great. that they throw that fucking plane and, it, and also i found it funny that they called it a seaplane aren't all planes going to be seaplanes in the water world whoa whoa jonah that's my hypotha theory <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's based on the movie Waterworld? Yeah. Yes. No, no, the graphic novel. <laughs> well, it's just funny to me that they would base an attraction off a movie that, that tanked. Yeah. What, is, that a, is that a pun? Is that a pun? You did a really I didn't, I didn't do yeah, that yeah, on purpose. Yeah. I mean, I did yeah, that yeah. on purpose. It really, it really uh, put that company under water. What? Uh, yeah. the, uh, did it tank? I thought it did, was a big movie. No, it tanked. No, it completely it tanked. It was one of the... That was sort of the... Um, between that and The Postman... You know, that, that was Kevin Costner coming off Dances with... I think that was coming off Dances with Wolves. Where Correct. Like, this guy can do no wrong. He's amazing. Yeah. He's an incredible actor. He's a leading man. He's a director. Yeah. And then, you know, he basically he just sort of recreated these epic... He tried to recreate these epic types of movies again. Yeah. And Waterworld, I think, was kind of a head-scratcher for people. And it, it was the sort of the beginning of the... And he also... Didn't he make Erp? Instead of uh, Tombstone, of instead of Tombstone, <laughs> Tombstone yeah. is Tombstone still, still resonates so in my brain. Such a good, good. movie. It's just that a guy like Johnny Ringo, we got a hole in him. No matter killing, <laughs> stealing, can ever feel it. I love that movie. I also like. The, I like how Earp is like. It's really for the upper crust of uh, people when they want their westerns because it start. Is it doesn't it start on them on a yacht uh, in the Northwest? They're just like on this nice fancy boat going along the coast of Washington. It probably does. I haven't seen it in so long, but yeah. that sounds about right. The tombstone sticks around. You know, it's. I wonder if when Val Kilmer showed up to set that first day, if they were like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it, it somehow it totally works. I think oh it's my great. god, it's great. He's so good. He's really good. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. He's great. I did. You know, I've talked about it on this before, but his uh, I have the audio of uh, Citizen Twain. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's so good, so funny. Oh, the, so, that's yeah. the Shania Twain one man show. No, no, no. It's a uh, Susan Twain is a Mark Twain. I know what show. it is. I was just making a stupid joke. I don't know if it was that stupid to be believed. We've talked enough about Citizen Twain. <laughs> we have talked enough about Citizen uh, Twain more so. than 
Val Kilmer has probably, probably talked about yeah, yeah. Citizen I Twain. just love it. I love it. I'm waiting for it to come back so I can go and see it in real life. I heard it's great. Is it coming back? I don't know. Oh, I'm sure Jonah's Google News Alert. We gotta will get let that. We gotta get that Val Kilmer Google on the Google News Alert. Google, <laughs> Google. We gotta get. Yeah, we gotta get fucking. Val we gotta Kilmer get that Val Kilmer. Let's get Val Kilmer on here. Let's get Dave Matthews. Let's get Kevin Costner. Let's get uh, Kyle. Kyle uh, <laughs> Anderson. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm just oh, kidding, man. Kyle Clark. Uh, what else did I uh, do this weekend? I um, oh, I asked, I watched the uh, God Save the Girl. Which is this uh, movie that was uh, crowdfunded? It's it's the movie that the guy, the singer from Bell and Sebastian made. Uh-huh. And it's oh, the, it's I the heard mo- about this. It's a musical that he wrote all the music for it and directed it and wrote it. It's the most twee fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Hashtag I, twee as fuck. I fucking loved it so much. <laughs> and like it's like it's like indeed didn't like it as much as I did, which is goes to further the point that I'm more of a girl than my wife. Uh, but it's just uh, it's so fucking cute and cool, and I liked it a lot. I uh, a, a friend of mine um, said, uh, "Oh, let's go see this movie, Frank." And I'm like, "What's Frank? What is that movie? I saw the poster. It look. You have to watch the trailer. It looks a fucking amazing. It's like 92 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but oh. it's Michael Fassbender, and he basically has this what what looks like the equivalent of a, a, an Animal Crossing head, like a like the oh, little yeah, and he won't take it off." But he's a musician, and he's like they start to get popular, and I don't. Maggie Gyllenhaal's in it. I don't. Yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, yes, you have seen that picture. Um, but it looks, it's, it looks amazing. That's really cool. It I looks, see that. It looks amazing. So I hope it's as, uh, hope it's as good as it. Nice as it looks. Nice. Uh, but I never get to see. I never get to go out to movie theaters yeah. anymore. It's yeah, it's good. I try to. It's a. Uh, I try to force myself to go sometimes, but it's just. With you know, get in the car and yeah, just yeah, yeah, hold yeah. a gun to your head. Somebody help me! It's just like it's just like the scene in Blazing Saddles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which none of us are going to act out <laughs> because of uh, help me, help me. Nobody moves or the. I think he's serious. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, when was the DMB uh, show? Sunday, Saturday night. Nice. I saw them. Thir- I saw Dave, Dave and Tim. And Rashawn, who's the trumpet player, Dave Tim Reynolds is his other guitar player, at uh, the Stand Up to Cancer thing. I went on Thursday night. They did a pre-tape for that because Dave was playing in Chula Vista on Friday when the show was actually airing. Mm-hmm. So they did a pre-tape. And because we all showed up, Dave was like, I'll, give, I'll play some more for you guys. So he played five songs. It was great. little mini concert. A lot of fun. And uh, yeah, it was good. And then I just signed the lease on my new place today. Hey, you're moving? Yep, moving, moving, getting a house. You don't want to try to do a Dave third Myra. girlfriend in that uh, in that apartment? Don't want to do that, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> got a got a house and uh, hilariously had to go get a cashier's check uh, yesterday for uh, a, th- a good amount of money and uh, had to be made out to Fame Investments. Hey, <laughs> so nice. I had to walk up to a teller in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get think a this giant is really work cashier's out. check yeah. to Fame Investments. Yeah. It's like, hey, buddy, I, I don't know if anyone's told you. I, Mister, could you make it out to Fame Investments? Uh, I don't. I'm going to be a star. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable getting I'm be a star. <laughs> All I see, he said I could get. I, this is for the first headshot, and then everything <laughs> after that, I'm going to have to pay a little more, but I'll get it. Uh, is this are you moving in with the? Uh... It's uh, things are things are going nicely and uh yeah gonna have a it's a it's a lovely house are you guys moving in there together? yard yeah uh and uh backyard front yard whole nine 
Washer dryer. So you have nine yards. <laughs> he said the whole nine yards. The whole nine. We, we got yards. nine yards. Can we get nine yards? Are you speaking figuratively? We literally have nine. No, yards. actually, yards, we yeah. sign the lease and we get to use a copy of the whole nine, nine yards, yards on DVD. The yeah. Kevin Pollock, Matthew Perry, Amanda Pete Opus. I remember liking the whole nine yards. I enjoyed the whole did nine a, yards. They did a sequel, right? They sure did. Whole ten yards. Right. If you want to see Amanda Pete's boobs, uh, just ask Tittyfucker83. 83! You can watch uh, the whole nine yards. Great news. Yeah, it's really a great place. You should see it. I look forward to entertaining over there. Cool. Yeah, it's going to have a nice backyard space. How's your place going? You filling it up? Yeah, there's some furniture being. You filling up the hole in your heart with that place? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> you still buying some? Like, you buying some crazy shit for downstairs? Or like, uh, you should just turn that into a museum. I'm realizing it's all uh, it's all furniture. Like it's uh, like it's little bits of furniture are coming uh, in in waves. Yeah, yeah So yeah. it's like, and some stuff's getting made. So uh, nice. It, getting it is, made. I, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a bed made, and I'm having a nice. a sofa made. Sometimes and, you need those specs to your. Specifications. That's right. But I got some nice vintage car- rugs, which are very nice. Couple, he's uh, nice very excited about these vintage rugs. The second They're time he's gorgeous. mentioned them to I me. To see them. Got a couple uh, chunky Moroccan vintage rugs. Got a couple rugs. of couches. I sleep on the love seat. Got a, a couches. What is it? What is a chunky Moroccan rug? What is that? Is it like a different? <laughs> Sorry, thought... <laughs> What's a chunky Moroccan? Well, uh, you eat a bunch of spicy food, and then uh, then it's essentially a Cleveland steamer after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I pitched this game. I pitched a game to at midnight, and we were. It's just too dirty to do on the show, so it was called. It's called Urban Pictionary. Oh shit! <laughs> oh wow! So you you would see an image, uh, and you would have to come up with the Urban Dictionary definition of what that would be. It was like real. It was so dirty, we couldn't do it. We should do it at midnight after dark. That's what I've been pitching since the show started. If the show only aired late enough to be uncensored. You got to wait another half an hour for that. That's when we do the HBO version. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like like when they did Candid Camera on the Playboy channel. Uh. They basically just like all the talking mailboxes just turn into people with their tits out in public. I loved that movie. That wasn't a movie. Tittyfucker83. Guys, if you want to see an At Midnight uh, Uncensored special, write your congressman. (laughs) Please write your congressman. (laughs) Just write your congressman. (laughs) Write or tweet your congressman. (laughs) Also, uh, fuck this net neutrality thing. Uh, Go Congress. I'm probably... hmm. Boy, I'm so close to buying a cave bear skeleton. I saw that. I can almost taste the cave bear. It can go in that. What n- are that you, nook. me? It can go in the nook part. <laughs> 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 I'm so close to buying a cave bear skeleton. I am. It's a ten thousand year old, eight and a half foot high cave bear skeleton. I all I have to say right now is make sure you don't ask Nicolas Cage whether or not you should, because he'll say yes. Well, I know, yes. but I actually looked at dinosaur skeletons, but they're it, they're they're so many hundreds of thousands of dollars that it's it's. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's too many hundreds of thousands. Of we're dollars. not, we're not there. We're not there. We'll so get you there. Where would, would you put that? So downstairs in that little nook if area. If it would fit, you know the uh, the downstairs room is just about eight and a half feet yeah. floor to ceiling. So it's, but but upstairs the ceilings are vaulted. But I just don't know if it'd be really weird to have it like right in the living room. But it's it's fucking stunning. Like it's I such saw a, the picture. It looks incredible. It's super 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 cool. 
Although he's holding up the the way that he's positioned, the bear's kind of holding up his arms, like, "Okay, let's just talk about this." Like it's like the last <laughs> thing, he, whatever the last thing the bear. Okay, don't shoot. You know, uh, ten thousand years ago. <laughs> but uh, here's my check for fame investments. Now listen. <laughs> but now I'm now I'm now I'm kind of obsessed with gomphotheres. Yeah, I, Wait, I didn't what is research. That? You said that, but I didn't research what they were. What is well, that? They're basically this. Um, they were they became extinct a couple million years ago. I think they had a reign of about ten million years. But it's a, but they're they're, they're sort of proto elephants. They're basically these ancient proboscideans. So they have like um they have like a trunk, but they also have this lower jaw that looks like a scoop. <laughs> so that they they sort of look like Zoidberg elephants. Whoa. <laughs> well, does everybody like the peanut? <laughs> ah, that's great. <laughs> so it's a. Uh, I'm an ancient elephant. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, that's that's not quite a gompathier. That's they, they, uh, they, you're so uh, dumb. You're so dumb. Oh my god, you pulled they, the wrong prehistoric <laughs> elephant creature. Um, no, nope, that's an elephant. Sort of, sort of, sort of. Like if you can see from the side here, you can see like how you know, like elephants have like a small lower jaw, like a small yeah. lip, but their lips come out really far, so oh, they crazy. they look like shop. They look like these giant. Scoops. Yeah, that's a little closer to, you know. Okay, that's so... A, that's a little bit closer. Now, you're, why are you obsessed with this? I don't know. I just think they're amazing. And what they, do you... What they kind of like these squid-faced... Do you want like a... Like no, a, like a, a gauntlet... I wouldn't... I don't... Can you afford that kind of skeleton? I don't Can even know one? if I don't even know if there... Uh, how many... Or if there are any like fully intact... Search eBay! Um, but uh, it's not going to be any. But it, but if there were, it would be. It would probably be million. It would be. Yeah, it would yeah. be Why don't you just lot. like talk to like one of these companies that builds the models for the history museums, like the Natural History Museum, and get a model? I'm sure that's got to be under twenty thousand. I don't want a model. I want the actual thing. Oh. No, Daddy, I don't want no, all that. Model. <laughs> I want the actual thing. Get that's... me the creature. <laughs> um, I uh, I actually emailed this. <laughs> I emailed. History Museum in New York, and I was like, "Do you guys have any uh, old skeletons lying around that you'd want to sell?" And she just wrote back, "Like, um, we don't sell our collections yeah. to the public." I'm like, "Okay, I know it was a dumb question, but I really just I I've always I want the house to feel like a, like kind of a, a warm museum. Like I I love I love Natural History Museums, yeah, yeah. so much." So, you, but when was the last time we were at the LA one? Have you been to the remodeled LA Natural History Museum? It's great. I haven't been in a few it's years. It's fantastic. Allie works there now, right? Yeah, she volunteers on, uh, I think, just weekends, but yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know Allie Ward, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She collects bugs, too. Duh. I got to figure out where to put all the buggies. Very excited. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, some, uh, some taxidermy, a couple of skeletons. Some and... taxidermy. Some. You should make a trophy room. But I don't. I'm not a hunter. Yeah, I know. But you can't. I'm not saying go kill more. You know, animals. Rob Rob Zombie has a polar bear. That's the polar bear from the original Adams Family set. Oh no way! And uh, so it's not only a, a giant cool polar bear. It was a part of television history. Yeah, that's really cool. I can't get him to sell it to me though. I think Dave Mandel owns the one from Lost. Oh polar really? Bear from Lost. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's weird to go that route, but I but I I just. I I don't know. I just love that vibe. I love that. I love that feeling. Well, if you yeah. love it, embrace it. Okay. You know, I'm, my my office is going to look like a guitar center when I'm done with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> just for lefties, uh, three bedroom. Three bedroom. Uh, so guest room, master bedroom, my office. Mm-hmm. 
that was I get to do whatever I want to the office, provided I don't deal with the living room. Oh yeah, <laughs> which just means no guitars in the living room. So how are you going to fit all those guitars into one bedroom? It'll fit in there. Really? It's, pretty, it's got you know a nice big bay window, and I'm looking at storage options right now. We have the guy at the gym who's getting his master's in lines. If anyone can explain to me what that is, I'd appreciate it. But he's going to try and come up with some storage options for these guitars. Cool. I want to get a big humidor case with all glass and keep like my five really expensive vintage acoustics in there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd like to do. And anyway. then go smoke cigars in there? Mm-hmm. In, inside the... <laughs> <laughs> these are real good. Those are not from a smoke-free home, but... Uh... Is it weird if I turn the house into kind of a museum-looking thing? Like, if I bring a lady over, is that is she going to be like, are well, you a serial killer? I think it's the, if, the, if it's the kind of lady you want to be fucking, then I think you're okay. Yeah, if it's like a lady, that's into <laughs> Thanks, it. Thanks, fucker 83 <laughs> If it's no the problem. kind of lady you want to be fucking, son. <laughs> I say get your taxidermy on. Get into yeah, it. Yeah, because if it's a girl that's going to be weirded up by that, uh, don't put it in her. You know what? Don't put the taxidermy in her? Don't, Why would obviously I do that? not, Chris. Yeah. But if she's into it, fuck her with that taxidermy squirrel. Don't give her the bone. And by that, I mean the femur of a cave bear. Hey. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. <laughs> what just Whoa. happened? What? Are you going to go like bearskin rug situation? Because that's what I would do. No, I don't think I mean, I if I would really go for rug. it. Like, particularly, but particularly lo- in your log cabin room yeah, area the log cabin floor. Yeah, looks like a ski lodge. So, yeah. But that I would think, be great. I think that's where it would be fun to have like a, like a realistic. I actually wanted to. I initially wanted to make it look like. A sci-fi trophy room, so that you, it would be like like the skeleton of a predator, and then mm-hmm. and then like a like a bantha rug or something. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, like just like it, if you just kind of glance at it, it looks just like a yeah. But kind it, of... but in actuality, they're all like from movie. Like it's all like that's really sci- cool. Sci-fi, like a sci-fi trophy room. So nothing's real, but it yeah, still yeah. looks like a like a, a skeleton room. hand holding an old lightsaber. Yeah, but but then I thought, <laughs> but then I, but then I just thought like. I don't know because it, it 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 seemed a little a little too like I don't know Whee. a little it was almost like nerd twee you know what I yeah, mean yeah 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 that, yeah but that was the noise I made Whee. explain Whee. this uh, is that where that comes from what the twee does it come from the noise no. what, is the, what does the term mean because I I've seen the term I I've read it in context I'm not about to make any twee. assumptions near you Matt Katie, I just I'm just curious I'm really just curious. Is it twee because of like it's the kind twee, of kids that did it wore T-W- twee jackets? It's T W I E, right? No, T W E E. T W E E. Because they would wear twee jackets and they were very quaint and very. Uh, Rhymes with squee. Hey, again, I support this hypothesis. Hypothesis theory. Uh, We know what it means. Dainty or quaint or way too sentimental. Yeah, we're just trying to find the etymology. Oh. Well, Urban Dictionary is not going to give you the etymology. Just put up a twee origin, twee etymology, twee. There are some really good twee like was... book selections at Powell's on like etymology and like linguistics. There's a whole section on it. And books on wax cylinder. Hashtag twee as fuck. Twee! Twee! It's twee. It's from uh, Dutch from the early 20th, 20th century, representing a child's pronunciation of sweet. All right. You gotta go to the Oxford English Dictionary, people. That's what you gotta do. That's still, that seems like so odd. 
I mean, it's probably true because you looked Tweet. at it on your phone. But it's <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, you don't like things that are urban? God, oh you hear this guy? God, I can't believe he's doing this. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. Um, Guys, what's really great is my phone. I can put my manifesto on PDF. <laughs> <laughs> you can open it in iBooks. <laughs> I have my manifesto on Google Docs. I can just bump it to you. Yeah. <laughs> new iPhone, guys. New iPhone. <laughs> you, ooh, people have been waiting for our take on this thing. Whoa. <laughs> 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 what are they going to say? <laughs> Here, guys. Here's the reel on how to feel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Neve Shulman. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, iPhone blowing up the trends on Twitter, yo. Yep. I think I'll probably do the old 6 Plus, even though it's yeah, like the, a, the big old a six plus. serving tray of a phone to you know have what? in my pocket after having the... I don't know. I might go 6 and then get the watch. Whoa, Jonah. I have a feeling the watch is like... That's a pretty cool two hundred dollar watch. I doubt it's going to be two hundred bucks. It's not. It's three hundred. Three fifty. Three hundred. Was it? Ooh, that's, that's three fifty. Three fifty. Can't do it. Here, I'll put this in perspective for you. I just went to get. I got one of my. I sent my, one of my other watches off to get serviced, mm-hmm. and it's uh, seven hundred and ten dollars for the service. So mm-hmm. that's just to fix a watch. So three hundred dollars for a watch isn't that much money? It's a lot of money for a guy who doesn't wear a watch. Uh, yes. Good point. I don't think watch technology will ever really catch on. It never has. Like in the 80s, Sony was like, no, no, it has. It tells time and I love it. Yeah, just that. <laughs> but I feel like the, the functionality is too, like it almost gives you more work, I think. Well, the thing is, it's like imagine having all that stuff on there, like a, right away, instead of getting out of your, t- your, like, you know, you get a buzz in your phone, look at your watch, see who, who's giving you a thing. The thing that Matt's wearing, the little fucking yeah. tracker thing, that's all in there as well. Mm-hmm. And you get the time. I think it's uh, pretty practical in everyday use. I guess I just don't like wearing watches. That's the thing. I don't like wearing watches. I feel like my wrist just starts to immediately smell like shit right when I put something <laughs> on it. Are you, you, gotta, your, you just have to stop fisting people. Stainless. What? Yeah. You stainless. Well, how do you get the fucking thing on your hand? <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that... You With just, one hand, you hold it up to the anus. Just and then gingerly place. Yeah. Well, an asshole is just a watch guide. Yeah. It just gets it on. It's, it's like a watch the, caddy. It's one of the jokes I wrote for you yesterday, we did this bar mitzvah game with bar mitzvah DJs on at midnight. And one of the jokes I wrote for this guy, this older guy with a mustache and frosted tips, and he had his hands out like this. I wrote, uh, one in the pink, nine in the stink. <laughs> 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 That's pretty fucking great. Why would you go uh, stink of a pink? I don't understand. <laughs> Why would you? Oh, so I got all nine in here. That's this great. Is, this is great. It's great. This is fucking great. You want to hear them village people? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. Uh, but I think you know. I don't know. The watch. I feel like is the thing that I might try for a little while. It's gonna be weird. I feel like I might end up double watching. No, can't it's do an, that, right? that, that, can't That's do an expensive that. experiment. Yeah. It's an expensive <laughs> experiment. 
But, you know. So was my sex trip to Thailand. Sit down. I'll tell you a story. This is TittyFucker83 here. Oh, no. <laughs> my travel reviews. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird pervert that just does yeah. travel reviews of sex trips. Yeah. Tits of the world. <laughs> Have you seen his Yelp reviews? I mean, yeah, the name is ridiculous, but fucking A, if he isn't right every time. <laughs> Uh, titty fucker 83 and pussy talking Jonah go on the road. Yeah. Oh, shit. If we still Yo. had a TV show. That's a beautiful ancient village. <laughs> Yo, you take the top floor. I'll take the basement. I'm always up top. Uh, I, don't, uh, I, I, I think... I really think I need a couple days off. Uh, <laughs> coming up on that weekend, Chris. You got that weekend coming up. When does uh, when do you? Sunday is my first day off in a month. Oh, okay, I was going to ask when Talking Dead starts. When does that start? October twelfth. Oh, great! You got, oh, you got a couple time. weekends coming. up. I have a couple weekends coming couple up. But good then, weekends but then coming. Going up. to uh, heading out to New York, doing some stuff at New York Comic Con. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then heading back uh, for. Talking Dead on yeah. the 12th. We head back next, for two next. weeks, and then we go back. A week from Sunday, I'm going out to Austin for Fantastic Fest. Oh, oh that should that. be super fun. I can't wait to see a bunch of movies. And then uh, then I go back to Austin in November for Fun, Fun, Fun Fest. Oh, Fun, Fun, Fun is great. Yeah, very much looking forward to it. That's a good one. That one yeah. in uh, Waterloo Park? Yep. Yeah, it's a yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good lineup this year, too. Of Austin's uh, Judas Priest. Festival Rich Culture. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Nas doing uh, Illmatic in its entirety. There's a fucking bunch of great stuff going on. That's cool. Whose yeah. phone's going up? It's Joel. What are you, uh, what what are you working what on these days? What if your 10-year-old self just saw you do that? I know. I think, about, <laughs> I think about that every time I ignore one of his calls. Um, what have I been doing? I've been writing a bunch. I've been kind of uh, in the process of waiting to hear back. Oh, on was that Joel Hodgson calling you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just you just hit ignore on your fucking idol. Yeah, You're I doing know. a podcast, though. I'm, I'm busy. Something. I'm busy. Yeah. Sorry, Joel. You're gonna have to wait. Um, <laughs> I just uh, I've been uh, like writing a bunch with Sean O'Connor, and then uh, also like uh, getting together uh, a special uh, for Comedy Central. And then uh, also waiting to hear back from a, a place a, like about uh, a TV show I pitched that they want. By the way, when Joel calls, you should have the ringtone be, We've got movie sign! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, I'm sure that's a ringtone you can get somewhere. Gotta right? be. It's gotta yeah, be. I'm also uh, setting up the, uh, the um, getting ready to uh, announce the uh, record label I'm starting. <gasps> Which is going to be awesome. Yeah, which is going to be pretty cool. When is that going to happen? I'm fucking waiting for the... Uh, it's going to be in conjunction with AST Records. Uh, so it's uh, it's going to be called Literally Figurative Records. Mm-hmm. And then it's I'm going to be doing a bunch of uh, kind of limited release stuff. with uh, I'm going to be doing a, a split 7-inch series called The Mutual Appreciation Society. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a, a band on one side with a song and then a comic that they're friends with on the other side. That's a great idea. Thanks. I yeah, know. I already got some really good ones lined up. Uh, I'm going to have one with Matt and Jenny Owen Youngs. Yep. yep. It's going to be um, fucking awesome. I'm going to be doing one uh, with uh, Alex Hooper and Fart Barf. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be doing one with um, uh, me and Michael Cronin. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing one with uh, Will Wheaton and Nerf Herder. Nice. Yeah. That one I'll probably make a bit more than the others. 
I'll press a bit more. Yeah, you might want to print more than 50. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, these will, all be, these will mostly all be uh, limited 500 uh, pressings. Um, and then I'm also going to be putting out... What a out... spectacular idea. I know. Thanks. That's yeah. really cool. That's what I said to Yeah, him. yeah. And then I, like, I was going to ask you if you wanted to do one with uh, uh, your split with uh, Mike Furman. Oh. So, like, just like... But I don't know... How, like, the thing is, I don't know if you have any, like, short bits that you want to throw how, away. how long? It's like you have max seven minutes on a, on a 33 speed. Seven minutes. I can. Yeah. I could probably come up with seven. I could probably come yeah. up with seven even, minutes. I'm sure you can even come up with like like a, a bit or a chunk. A, you know, like a thing. Yeah. That to like present, and then I want to have a um, song from. I still haven't asked yet though. But uh, but yeah, there's going to be. I got some other ones uh, happening as well, uh, which should be pretty exciting. And then I'm also going to be putting out like a vinyl. Some I'm going to put out uh, Nick Youssef's most recent album on vinyl. Great. Um, and just you know, just limited to run stuff, and this is it's a uh, it's a great. I kind of like I got to a point where I I was very tired of going. Uh, wouldn't it be cool if or somebody should? Right. You know, I kept on saying that about this stuff, and I figured I might as well do it myself. Somebody should kill these terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if yeah, somebody killed, killed these and terrorists? And that's the last time we ever saw Jonah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm, I've been working on that and getting stuff like. Um, you know, design stuff ready for that stuff and doing that with all that other things, too. Nice stuff. job. Just trying to, you know, do stuff. But these are all good things that you enjoy doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm very, very excited, very pleased. Why are you shifting in your chair? I don't know. I don't like talking about my stuff. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Does it make it feel, uh, what is it? You should embrace it. I know, I know. I just, I like, you know, and I like doing it. I don't like, it's like talking about it makes me like it just, uh, I don't know what it is. Because you feel like you've been talking about it all your life. Might as well just do it. Well, I am. I am yeah. currently doing yeah. it. Does Great. it make you feel like, oh, I, sh- I can't talk about that because sound- I sound like a wiener when I talk about it? Or do you feel like it's bad luck to talk about it? I feel like a wiener. I feel or like, do you feel uh, like you don't deserve to talk about talk- do it or talk about it? What's, what's the hang-up? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like a bit of uh, like... You know, what if it all like? What if I mention it and then it all crumbles? You know, or what if? Uh, well, no there's one, the other part of it of mentioning it, and there's accountability. No one's gonna, no one's well, gonna, yeah. no one's gonna fault you if you try and it doesn't. Like you tried a thing, like that's yeah, yeah. that's you know, like you're trying, you're pursuing something that you care about. It is a spectacular idea. Thanks. And you know, the the process of it is really what the, where the victory is. It doesn't matter if you know you don't sell every record you ever press. I don't really expect to, you know. Oh, he will. I don't really expect, you know, like, it's not really a money-making thing. I just think it would be really neat to, like, you know. And plus also, like. Then that's all you have to worry about. Yeah. That's the best reason to do anything. Yeah, yeah. I was also, like, you know, with, like, younger comics I like. Like, you know, I want to put out, like, seven inches. doing a pressing of yeah. My Ray over the Highway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> On Chart 35 up. vinyl records. <laughs> <laughs> they all, to make up the oh, difference. Yeah, be a so, double album, right? Yeah. Uh, how is it? It's an hour. It's an hour. How long is that? An hour thirty, right? A do deca. Yeah. So you need you yeah. need I think uh, two records, right? Yeah. Double gatefold. Sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's you know working on that, working on those other things. Uh, you know, that stuff. Well, I think it's cool, and Thanks. I think it's okay to. Hey, man, let your light shine. Yeah, I just you know I just like I think about you guys sick. I think me. about the, the doing this stuff, and I also think about just like, <laughs> turn your light it. off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think about just doing stuff, and then like I just you know like just just doing it instead of talking about it. I don't know what it is. It's okay to do both as long as you do it. I don't think it matters whether or not you talk about it. I just think some people talk about it in lieu of doing it. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, talk yeah. about it and you actually do it, then it's it's totally it's totally fine. But I yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like it's a uh, you know I. 
well, like a lot of my friends, like they, they don't think I do anything. It's just because I don't like talking about the stuff I'm working on. Like there was like that joke I did when I ran into you yesterday where it's like I was like I had like, you know, like a pitch sheet out and I was like working on it. And then Chris saw me. I was like, and he was like, hey, man, what are you doing? I was like, uh, just fucking killing time. Whatever. He, he, you know he, me. He, he knocked all the papers on the, onto the <laughs> chair and then just put, pulled out his iPhone. He's like, you know, just listen to fucking music. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep up this image, guys. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> be funny if you walked into your house and you tore away your clothes and there was a business suit on yeah, you. Yeah. I take off all my fake stubble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time is money. Yeah. You have to plug Deanna Bot back into the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna charge it yeah. up. Oh, I'm also uh, I'm a regular voice and a few other voices on uh, Trip Tank now in Comedy Central. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah I'm like I'm in throughout the interstitials of Trip Tank, and then I'm also doing just random like character voices throughout the stuff. So I've been doing that too nice lately. Nice work. Thanks. We're very proud of you. Thank you. We're so just going to stare at you until you until you just implode. Yeah. Typical like comic stuff. It's like uh, give me attention when I want it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Now's not the appropriate time. Yeah. I tell you when the attention's supposed to get here. <laughs> I don't want it now. Uh, you don't tell me what's Nessa. I tell <laughs> you what's Nessa. <laughs> Professor Lil Oldman. Oh, fucking Mel Brooks got a uh, his uh, handprints in the uh, at uh, the Ramen's Chinese, Chinese Theater yesterday. I'm what so is it? The fucking bummed I didn't know theater? about it because I was in the area and I could have gone and, and saw it. I'm very bummed I didn't. He put an extra finger on his left hand. Oh, that's fucking Yeah, and great. it's fucking seamless. Like, you can't... Like, it's like... You just look at it. You can't... Re- I'll show you the picture. Uh, it's so fucking cool. It's... Uh, but it's... Uh, I almost wanted... I, I, I wanted to, like... I want to go and take a picture of it myself or just take a video. And go, how did he do such great stunts with such tiny hands? <laughs> uh, yeah. This is on... Uh, uh, oh, that's great! Yeah. That's really great. Mel Brooks, September 8th, 2014. That is so spectacular. Wow. You really can't fuck that up when you're writing in concrete. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm sure if you mess up, they just go, all right, and they just kind of <laughs> put it over. There's a spackler yeah. on uh, standby. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. What Someday about- we'll get our hands uh, nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can do it. <laughs> you, you pushed away my phone with your with your pen like you were disgusted to touch my phone. <laughs> How do you know what I call that? Oh. <laughs> He's uh he was you know trying to do you a favor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big old Kyle germs. Um, so what's your next recreational trip? Are you going to do anything or are you just going to stick around, do you think? I... What's a Chris Hardwick do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what my next recreational trip is. Well, guys, I just found out. In Hollywood and Highland, there's now a Dave and Buster's. Wow. Really? It's about yeah. time. Yeah. So that's going to be my whole week? I of, think that well, I don't have a, all Katie, is that, is that really like they haven't had one this entire time? Yeah. That's, that was my <laughs> response to Like they like finally removed one of the umpteen thousandth giant Japanese restaurants and oh, put they have in a, a Dave and Buster's. My next, my next week off is mid-October, I think. It, Me but, too. What are we doing? But I, but I have to go do a gig in Portland. I'll drive. Uh, I don't want to drive to Portland so far. Um, I'll fly. Mm. But uh, yeah, flying, flying's a lot quicker. But then I don't know. It's in the middle of the week, and so 
I guess I could go somewhere or I could just stay put. I, I don't know what to do with do myself. Do you remember how much fun we had in Vegas? I do. It was it was really nice. It was. I remember so fun. how much fun both of you guys had in Vegas. Watching, <laughs> you, watching you play the Back to the Future slot machine. Which I can't. I went uh, last week to Vegas with Dory and I, we, I couldn't find a Back Erased. to the Future slot machine. For existence. <laughs> <laughs> Swish. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Brown slot machine commended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, you guys watching New Who? No. Oh, I'm behind a couple episodes because of Oddball. But okay, I, but I have it. I have it on the DVR at home. What? Like, I like the new guy. Wasn't into the first two episodes. The last episode, it's a, a Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring him back Costner style. Uh, it's a it's a Robin Hood episode, and I really dug it. L- legitimate. Out, laugh out louds. Oh, good. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm actually. I'm so I'm hoping they get into the groove. And this is. Uh, I have to watch the other half of the last Matt Smith season. I, uh, you don't, I mean, you don't have to. Like, you don't need it. Trenzalore. Yeah, I feel like I should though. I you should. You, wrap should it up. you should catch up, yeah. old Matty boy. You should catch it up if you are so inclined. Do you think any of our uh, listeners audibly gasped when I said that I had not seen that yet? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> oh. Possibly. Guys, December Possibly go wrong. wrong. Possibly go wrong. My DVR has 170 <laughs> episodes <laughs> of The Simpsons on it right now. I just saw this TiVo server situation you can get for your house that will hold 26,000 hours of HD television. Shit. Oh. Don't need it. Though I am Don't need it, but do want it. Frantically always deleting all the other th- shit that gets to... I've been watching on KCET, which is the public broadcasting station out Very here, uh, America's Test Kitchen by the Cooks Illustrated people. It's like the best cooking show I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen that new place? I think it's uh, it's somewhere in the valley, but it's called the Blackboard or something like that. It's on oh, like Vineland. Blackboard. Yeah, yeah, and what yeah, is, yeah. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's like a, it's a gastropub with uh, some sweet, sweet drinks. Oh, so yeah. it's not like a, a experimental kitchen situation? No. Oh, no, no, okay. no. no, no. So what's what's Test Kitchen? It's it's you know Cooks Illustrated, which has been around for Cooks. Know, years and years it, and yeah. years and years. They, By the way, Gastropub sounds like the name for a nickname for like the Gamorian guards. Gamorian guards. <laughs> 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 swish. <laughs> you can't swish yourself. What? <laughs> Swishing all over the place. It's not called for. Swish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the sound of your dick going for a vagina and it having moved after you said Gamorian card. <laughs> oh, where'd you go? <laughs> Don't hit the cave bear statue. <laughs> <laughs> you probably thought I said gonorrhea. No, Gamorian. Gamorian. So, no, I knew what you said. Where are you going? Um, How come there's a girl shaped uh, hole in the door yeah. <laughs> where she escaped? <laughs> She went through the keyhole if she's your type. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> Real skinny. Oh. You know, it just slides right through. Those are like those are the jokes we're supposed to be making to each other in like 30 years. You go through a keyhole hey! if she's your type. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, right. Over here. Uh, anyway, another yes. funeral. I'm an old hey. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Said I'd never come to Simi Valley again. I was wrong. <laughs> I don't like them unless they're tripping over their titties. <laughs> uh, so, so Test Kitchen. Yeah, America's uh, Test Kitchen. It's a it's a great show. They shoot it in Brookline, Massachusetts. 
uh, over at uh, they have a w, you know WGBH. I always feel like that's a that's an arrogant person saying Brooklyn, but Brooklyn, no Brooklyn, yeah. it's spelled I L I N E. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I found out, Dory used to she got a summer job once at WGBH, and if you watch Netflix and you have captioning on, a lot of times you'll see at the end that captioning provided by WGBH Boston. Because they have a service there, a public service, where they do the closed captioning. So she, one summer, had to do the closed captioning for Dragnet. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> wow. So she's like, how do you spell these weird 60s words? <laughs> <laughs> like the hippie kids are saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. So Test Kitchen. Yeah. Watch it. That's all I'm saying is watch it. Why is it good? Because I don't, it just, there's something so very comforting about the structure of this program. It's okay. about the cooking and not about uh, Giada's titties. Am I right? This is Tittyfucker83. Nope. Uh, no, but it's, uh, it's, it's great. I learned how to make uh, the perfect peanut butter cookies yesterday. Uh, also learned how to make home fries. Also learned how to make steel cut oats in 10 minutes. Wow. And they go through crazy testing. So you know that like when they're showing you a way to do something, it's the absolute best way to do something. That's cool. All right. Test Kitchen. And where where is America's Test Kitchen. It's on public access. Public access? Not public access. Public television. Public television. PBS. Slightly different. Very. (laughs) Production value. Not that dissimilar. But uh, yeah. Watch it. Cooks Illustrated. Uh, Give me a C- subscription. Oh, okay, S. I'd love Cooks to see, Illustrated. I'd love to see well, Down Abbey on public access, like that version of wait, Down Abbey on public oh, access. Geez, yeah. Guys, uh, just tune in, set your DVRs. America's Test Kitchen. It's on and PBS. if you have a special TiVo, you have 26,000 hours oh, of HD I love it. Test Kitchen. I love it. Yeah. Also, watch that uh, God Save the Girl. You know, it's, it was a watch crowdfunded that, movie. Watch that movie with the singing and the Sebastianing. Yeah, yeah. It was a Bell and Sebastian guy, and it's a, it was crowdfunded. And it was, uh, and it was. I think it was well done. Nice, cheap movie. It's like the Veronica Mars of our youth. A uh, lady friend of mine and I watched uh, Flight of the Navigator the other night. Nice. Which does not hold up. Did you? you to, were you showing her movies you from where she was born, mom? We both were. Right. Yep. Okay. Do you want to you do know, yours first? Yeah. It's like Jonas you, is a little more Jonas palatable. Is better. Yeah. Jonas is. Okay. Yeah. No, actually, yours was edgier. Uh, Jonas was because uh, oh, I'm your friend, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> Flight of the Navigator is a in f- my mind. First of all, I didn't even yeah. hear Here's my joke. In my mind, okay, yeah. I was saying that that Chris would have to get her back home to her mother because uh-huh. in my mind they were both in like the eighties. You're acting. Oh, both, we were both. You were both... saying that I was dating an underage. Girl. Oh, correct. Like okay. she she like fell down a hell and correct. then she came back. So she's technically the same age as Chris. Yeah, but yeah, Chris yeah. is just just. No, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You just incorporated Flight of the Navigator plot into the bit. Which, by the way, the plot for Flight of the Navigator is fucking. Awesome. Is it really? Yes, because that's what he it's the plot is that he falls down the hill and he wakes up and it's eight years later. Yeah. And and they're trying to solve this mystery about well, where did the eight years go? He hasn't changed and the rest of the world has changed around him. So yeah. that the basic premise of that's really cool. And then you know, then they get into, and then it's the navigator ship, and the you know the the, the effects are f- fine for sure. eighty seven or eighty eight, whenever it was reflections. But um, but uh, but Paul Rubens is the voice of the right. of Max, the you know the ship, basically yeah. the, the the computer in the ship, and the, it's obvious like it was right around like it was the it was near the height of Pee Wee fame, and so he wasn't. They pitched his voice down. But he was still doing a lot of ha 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 ha. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's right. And so it's sort of a weird. It's like an almost peewee. Yeah. Um, well, that's like the kind of thing. That's like when he was the voice of the 
Navigator on Star oh, Tours. Oh, Star Tours, yeah, yeah. Same kind of thing. It's uh, my first time, too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, wait, what was. So, your joke was get it home? Get, yeah, you gotta get it. You have to get her home to her okay. mom before. Yeah. 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 Which is why I said your. But your joke was stronger. And okay. then your follow up bit was. Uh, yeah, even yeah, better. Yeah. Was I mean, superb. you just cool. built upon greatness, Joe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Joke of the Navigator. It was perfect. But the movie does not. It, it's like overall as a movie, it's not. It's. 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 That ship for the longest time, the ship, I mean, it probably, it actually might still be there on the, it was on the backlot tour of uh, Disney Studios in Florida. Oh, it was? Yeah, you would go by, the Flight of the Navigator ship was there as well as the exterior Golden Girls house is still <gasps> sitting over there, yeah. Oh my God. The Great Outdoors house is on the, uh, it was the on tour. the Universal Tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, what I'm saying is we should go to Orlando. Just to go to Disneyland. Well, we don't. We, well, they're making Harry a, Potter land in the middle of. Well, uh, we got that. We got that, and then you got um, uh, Universal. The, the horror horror maze. Uh, can't wait to go back. Yeah. Look forward to. It. I asked. I texted Dana Gould. I was like, "Hey, when's your uh, horror maze? You know, haunted house schedule starting up?" He's all. He's like, "No joke. In two weeks." Well, it's oh, wow. I, I, the nineteenth. Yeah. I think is when it all opens because I, I, I'm hosting the Igor Awards there. What, what is that? It's, uh, it's like the for just like awards. Psychic Awards. Are we are we nominated for the Psychic Awards? The, the eh? Psychic Awards. Sidekick because oh, it's the Igor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I get Sidekick. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. No. Um, <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and the nominees from the Nerdist Podcast Sidekick are mm-hmm. Kyle Clark. <laughs> Jason <Hey>. Schwartzman <laughs> is like a really good guest, but more yeah, famous. No, yeah, yeah. If honestly, anytime anyone said they should be, I would be mad. I would be mad if we lost to Jason Schwartzman. Um, uh, yeah, so that's starting up pretty soon. The horror mazes are starting up soon. Yeah, I'm filling in for. Already, I can't believe it's already fall. It's great. You know, pumpkin spice is back. Pumpkin spice is back. There's pumpkin spice Oreos now. It is hey, my favorite. The Dunkin' Donuts on in Santa Monica. I uh, went by it. Uh, it's been open for a week, and I went by it on Sunday at uh, 4 p.m. And it still had a line down the block. It's my favorite time of the year coming up. I love yeah, it. Too. It's great. I just I don't, like you know what? I don't like this time of the year. I like this time of the year elsewhere. The time of year I like here the most is between January and March. Right. Here. Yeah. yeah. That's when Before it, it gets like, too hot. That's when it feels like Florida. I, just I mean, love the fall. Not yeah. Florida. I'm so excited for it. But also, it's... Uh, I just don't like that getting fucking dark at four in the afternoon. I, well, that won't start happening until... No, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna start kicking in. Like, what's gonna happen is we're gonna start getting out of the taping at gonna, midnight. It'll be dark. be dark. Yeah, Just and like, you're like, oh, day's over. Might as well go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I do now. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Good times. Cool. We're done. Everyone, check out Tombstone. Pizza. Pierre. <laughs> Enjoy your burrito. Show me that smile again. Give me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. We're nowhere near the end. The past is
Yeah, it's... It gets better every time. <laughs> Almost 600 times we've done it. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. For a free trial and 10% off, go to Squarespace.com. Use the offer code NERDIST. I'm Shimon Yai. And I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost, but now, I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on station night. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.